on the dotted line. Tell a new end, they show alliance is ready to give you the business. And you already know, let's talk. Yo, what's going on? My name is Deshaun Lines, one half of On The Dotted Line. And I got the sports segment coming at y'all. We about to discuss Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz quarterback controversy. We about to get right into it. We have the stats. We have the facts. We have everything you need. So my opinion on the whole quarterback controversy, because everybody been talking about it. We have ESPN, we have Fox News, they've been talking about it. I heard, I know Skip, um, Skip Bellis. I'm on his side. I'm on Skip Bellis' side. Everybody, um, half Walkerton Wentz as the quarterback of the Eagles' future, and they said he should be the franchise quarterback, and they should trade away Foles. My opinion, I believe. Foles should be the Eagles' long-term quarterback in the future. And I have the stats and I have the facts to prove it. But my opinion is because the offense flow better with Nick Foles at the helm. Um, receivers like Alshon Jeffries, he have great numbers with um, with Nick Foles. The offense opened up, Aguilar gets target. Now having Golden Tate. Why why get Golden Tate on that team if you don't use him? You see Nick Foles using him a whole lot more. And you see the defense believing in him. Like, you have Chris Long and Cox. They built a shrine for him. In his locker room, they believe in him. The Eagles, after the Cowboys game, they was done. The body language um, let you know that they was finished. They was done. They wanted no parts of the season anymore. They was ready for the offseason. They was ready for the offseason. And then Carson Wentz get hurt. Then, of course, St. Nick Foles take over, and it's a wrap again. It's over yet again. And it's like a repeat of a, a story, um, a movie, a really good movie that the quarterback goes down, then a great Nick Foles rise up from the dead and save them and win a championship. Like, the story always repeats itself. And, like I said, let's go to the numbers. All right. So, we have Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, his best year was last year. Carson Wentz, he have not beat a good team yet. He barely beat good teams. He haven't really beat a good team yet. And last year... He only beat three teams out of the 13 games he played last year. His MVP type season. He only beat three teams that was over 500. And one of those teams out of one of those teams went to the playoffs, and that was the Carolina Panthers. So he beat the Chargers. The Chargers was over 500. They was nine and seven. He beat the Cowboys. They was nine and seven. They was over 500. And then he beat the Panthers. I believe the Panthers was. 10, 10 and 6, maybe 11 and 5. I'm guessing that's 10 and 6. I would have to um check check the, um check that record, but I know for a fact they went to the playoffs because they played the Saints in the first round. So he played one playoff team, one playoff team last year. 
one playoff team, and only three teams over 500. This year, when he came back, this year, look, he had not beat a team over 500 all season. If you want to count the Redskins at the time, because the Redskins was, they were six and five. They was the only team over 500. But can we really count them? Because they just lost Alex Smith. And then that same week, they picked up the butt fumble guy, Mark Sanchez. Come on. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez was looking at his phone like, well, damn, why would they get me? <laughs> I'm not any good. And still in that game, three quarters, it was still a one possession game in three quarters. One possession, uh, one possession game. And then, okay, they, people say, what about he beat the Colts? The Colts are the playoffs. At that time, when they beat the Colts, the Colts was one and two. And remember, they started the season off one and five. One and five. So they was playing against a Colts team that was still figuring things out before they beat, they went on the hot streak. So he beat, and, and they was one and two at the time. So he beat Andrew Luck, and he beat the Redskins when the Redskins had Mark Sanchez. Look at the teams he lost to. He lost to the Vikings. They over 500. They didn't make the playoffs, but they over 500. They had a very underachieving year with Kirk Cousins. Another team, they lost to the Panthers. The Panthers is over 500. At that, at that point that they played them, Cam Newton was red hot. You remember, it was 17 to three, Cam Newton came back in the fourth quarter and won that game. He won that game 20-21-17. Um, you remember that game? Yep. Carson Wentz lost that one. He lost to the Dallas Cowboys not once but twice. The Dallas Cowboys is over 500 and they won the division. They won the division 10-6. and six. Another team he lost to got blown out, got spanked by the New Orleans Saints. They was able to put... A 40-burger on them. Carson Wentz, one of his worst games of the year. He had three interceptions that game. And that game was pivotal because I remember Jenkins was saying that, I think the players quit. Now, if you're the franchise quarterback, you can't have players quit in the locker room. Because on the other hand, they believe in Nick Foles. They built a shrine in his locker room. It felt like when Wentz got hurt, they was like, oh, we about to do this thing. We about to do this thing. Defense start playing better. The running backs start playing better. Alshon Jeffries, and I'm about to get I'm about to get to that in the second segment. I'm not gonna talk about that now. So he lost to the he lost to the Saints and he lost to the Titans. What's that about six? What's that about six games? The six games he lost, he lost to all teams over 500 against Good quality quarterbacks, because he lost to the Titans. The Titans was one game away for the Super. I'm um, one game away from the playoffs. They lost to the Colts. They was nine and seven. So all these teams have what they have in common. They have a good quarterback and they have a good team. And he and Carson Wentz couldn't deliver the goods. People say, well, numbers, numbers, numbers. Okay, his not his numbers wasn't bad. His numbers his numbers wasn't bad. But I have the numbers also. Um, you hear sports media say all the time, Carson Wentz is younger. Carson Wentz have the bigger arm. Carson Wentz can do this and do that. But they make it seem like Carson Wentz numbers, he have a crazy advantage over Nick Foles. And the numbers don't say that. 
the numbers don't say that. Nick Foles, since since being with Doug Peterson and starting, he only lost two games. He only lost two games. And he has a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl in his resume. Let's look at Nick Foles. Nick Foles finished last year off, finished the Rams game, beat the Giants, and he rested for the, the um Cowboys game because they lost that game. Went to the playoffs, played the Falcons, won that game. And that in that game, Nick Foles didn't have the best game, but he still won that game. But the game, the games that means the most, the big time games against the number one defense in football, Nick Foles delivered the goods. Beat them. Beat them. Then he wins the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. But I'm going to talk about that all in the second segment. We're going to get to the, the numbers now. Now, we're going to compare Foles' best season as a Philadelphia Eagles starter compared to Carson Wentz best season as a Philadelphia Eagles starter. Now, we go back all the way to 2013, Nick Foles. His coach was Chip Kelly. Nick Foles, 2013, 27. He was 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. He started 10 games, 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. A QB rating of 119.2. Wow, a QB rating of 119.2. Great, phenomenal year. And people will say, well, that Eagles team is stacked. Then that Eagles team have a good defense. Then that, uh, good, then that Eagles team had LaShawn McCoy, which is a good running back. Absolutely, absolutely. That year, the 2013 Eagles when on Nick Foles' best season. Eagles had the number four ranked defense. And they had the number one, number one ranked rushing. And and so now people are going to say, well, see, that shows you right there. They had a great defense. They had the top five defense, and they had the number one rushing offense in football. Wait a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't get ahead of yourself. Because we're about to go to Carson Wentz's best year. Carson Wentz started last year, 13 starts, his MVP type year. I told you that he really didn't play anybody, but that's here or there. Um... 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. That was 13 starts. A QB rating of 101 compared to Nick Foles. Nick Foles' QB rating was 119.2. So Nick Foles have a way better QB rating than Nick Foles in his best season, in both of their best seasons. Also, this is crazy, 2017, his um, best year, the Eagles was ranked. They had the number four ranked defense. So they both had the same exact defense. They both had the same ranked defense, number four. Now I said, well, what about the rushing? They said the Eagles may have more weapons. Eagles have Jeremy Macklin. Eagles have um, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun McCoy. Sell it. Eagles don't have better weapons than them. We could argue about Deshaun McCoy is the better run back. We can say that. But the Eagles have, when they got Ajayi, remember, Ajayi was that hot running back coming from the Dolphins. They got him. They got uh, LeGarrette Blunt, Super Bowl champion, uh, another good running back. So they got two good running backs. And they have 
Alshon Jeffries, Aguilar. They have Zach Ertz. And remember, now we're talking about offensive line. Carson Wentz had three pro bowlers at the offensive line position. Nick Foles only had one, and that was Peters. And Carson Wentz had Peters, too. That also went to the Pro Bowl, the Super Bowl, um, the year that Carson Wentz's best year. What's the rank on rushing offense? Carson Wentz had the number three rank rushing offense. So now what we have over here is not too much of a big advantage that Nick Foles had because Nick Foles had the number one rushing offense. Carson Wentz had the number three. It's not a huge advantage. So now their numbers is identical. See, sports made sports media made it seem like Carson Wentz is is flat no brainer that he's better than him. The numbers is close. Now let's talk about let's talk about as a Philadelphia Eagle. Let's talk about that now because that's important also. That's important also. We have to talk about as a Philadelphia Eagle. So we're gonna compare. Carson Wentz, 40 games, because he's been playing for 40, uh, he played with the Eagles, started as the Philadelphia Eagles in 40 games. And Nick Foles started at as a Philadelphia Eagles in 32 games. 32 games. So Carson, Carson Wentz started eight more games as a Philadelphia Eagles starter than Nick Foles. So we're going to compare it now. So Carson Wentz in 40 games as the Philadelphia Eagles, 70 touchdowns, 28 interceptions, and he have completed 63% of his passes, have his QBR to 0 to 177, and a passive rating of 92.5. So he have a pretty he had a pretty good year, and his record as a Philadelphia Eagle, uh, 23 and 17. 23 and 17. So the record, the record is decent. Decent. Could be better. Because people saying that he's the man, he's the guy. They saying all of this. But it's not, it's not, he he doesn't have a crazy advantage over Nick Foles. Again, when we look at the career as a starter. Now we're going back all the way up to Nick Foles. The two games he started with Andy Reid. The um the tent the um I believe he started two seasons with Chip Kelly before he got shipped out. Cause remember he got shipped out. Um he got shipped out, I believe, his second year, and he went to the Rams. He went to the Rams and then Kansas City. So he started 32 games as a starter with Andy Reid, with Chip Kelly, and with Doug Peterson. His record is 21 and 11. Pretty good. Pretty good. A little a little better. A little better. And we talking about 32 starts. A little better than the great Carson Wentz. 62% completions. So Carson Wentz is 63% in his career. Nick Foles is 62%. Wow. One point off. And now 58 TDs Nick Foles have and 23 interceptions. So Carson Wentz have 12 more TDs than him. But Carson Wentz threw more t- uh, more interceptions, 28 interceptions, to Nick Foles' 23 interceptions. So the stats, uh, you can see. You can see that the stats are not too far off. And then the passer rating, oh my gosh, the passer rating is so close. The passer rating of Nick Foles is 93. And remember, 
person wins pass rate is 92.5. Very, very close. Very identical. And oh my gosh. The um the um the um completion percentage. 62%. You remember Carson Wentz is 63%. This is crazy. So both quarterbacks is almost even. Even if you want to look at it, if you look at the numbers, if you look at the records, if you look at the completion percentage, oh yeah, the QBR to 0271. So Carson Wentz have he has a six point advantage over over Nick Foles with the QBR, and that's very important. That's very important because the QBR is 0200. QBR. That's a stat that Skip Bellis loved so much, and he was able to have a six-point advantage. But what I'm saying is, when you when we talk about stats, Carson Wentz is not blown in the way. He's not blown in the way. And also, Carson Wentz is injury-prone also. So the second segment, we're going to discuss who is more valuable to trade, trade away. And we're going to talk about the weapons. We're going to talk about why it seems like the Eagles got better with Nick Foles this year than with Carson Wentz. He about to get, we about to get right into that. So um, we're about to take a quick commercial break. This topic been really intense. We'll be back in 2.2. Welcome back, welcome back of On The Dotted Line, coming at ya. Uh, we talking about Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz. Um, the second segment, we're going to discuss his weapons. Why does the offense flow a lot better with Nick Foles instead of Carson Wentz? Now, because I already said the stats, I already had the stats for y'all. Um, their career as an Eagles quarterback. And also, what I forgot to say is this season. So, when I said Carson Wentz, he 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 haven't really beat a good team. Let's go down the list with Nick Foles. Look at the teams he beat under Doug Peterson. I, like I said in the last podcast, I'm at the uh, last segment. He beat the number one defense in football last year in the Minnesota Vikings. Didn't beat them. They got beat down. Beat down. Took their lunch money. Got washed. Got dragged. Put up 41 points on them. It wasn't even close. That's the number one defense. They followed that up and beat Tom Brady. And Tom Brady put up 33 points. If Tom Brady put up 33 points in the Super Bowl, you're not winning. So what did Nick Foles do? I'm going to do one better. I'm going to put another 40 points on the great Bill Belichick's defense and get the Super Bowl. Now, you remember what I said about Carson Wentz? I said about Carson Wentz that last year he only beat pretty much the Redskins. He didn't beat anybody over 500. If you want to count the Redskins, okay, count it. Count them. Even though it's Mark Sanchez, but we can count it. We can count it. But after he lost that Cowboys game and then the mysterious injury occurred, I don't I don't want to say mysterious because I don't know how his body is. He probably really hurt. They say he has a, um, a fractured back or something like that. So he's it shows that he's injury prone. 
another reason why you probably shouldn't pay him because he has injury history history but we'll we'll talk about later on in the segment look at the teams Nick Foles beat he had to beat the Rams the Rams is the best team or one of the best teams not only in an NFC but in football in football he beat them and he beat them pretty comfortably it was at one point it was 33 to it was 33 to what 17 he beat them easily then followed it up followed that up you said you know what I'm going to beat the Texans too. The Texans, it was the AFC division, AFC South division champions. He beat them. Ranked number five ranked defense in football. He beat them. You know the all the talent that the Texans, the Houston Texans have on that squad. He beat them too. Great, great statistics he had in there. Put up points in that game. Breaking records like he always do. Showing up in the big games. And remember, they couldn't afford to lose not one game or they would not have a chance to go to the playoffs. Now he won two straight. Now the Redskins. The Redskins just came off of a win. Even though they played the sorry Jacksonville Jaguars, Mark Sanchez wasn't the quarterback. It was that young quarterback. I believe it, um, his name is Johnson. Um, anybody in the comments, anybody that's listening, they'll probably know who it is. He's a journeyman. He's a young journeyman, but he played really well in that Jacksonville Jaguars game. So he needs that game, too, to beat the Redskins. He ain't played Mark Sanchez. He played a quarterback that's better than him. Not only he beat them, they didn't score a point. It was 24-0. He owned the record of having the most completions in NFL history. He he had the most completions in NFL history. The most completed passes. Straight. So he's breaking records. And then he gets in the playoffs. So now the team is playing better. Now the team is rising up. Now, what happened the, the, about the defense? What happened that... We not together. What about this when they was out? Carson Wentz is your captain. But they believe in Nick Foles better. Then Nick Foles, everybody said, well, Nick Foles, you know, he gets to the playoffs. They ain't going to beat the Bears. The Bears have the number one defense. Is on the road. You got to go on the road to do it. He beat them too. He beat the number one defense of this year as well. He beat them. Game winning drive. He didn't have the best game. But when it counted the most, he delivered the goods to Golden Tate, a receiver that Carson Wentz ignored. Carson Wentz ignored him twice in the Cowboys game. You know how many how many catches in both of those games that Golden Tate had with Carson Wentz? Did he have five catches? Did he have four? No. Did he have three? No. Did he have two? No. They only had one catch in both of those games. And those is big-time division games. He only had one catch. Carson Wentz only targets one receiver. This receiver in pretty much 
what Carson Wentz played? 11 games? He, he was 5-6 this year? 11 games? At that point, after the Cowboys game, Zach Ertz already had 93 receptions already. He had 93 receptions. 93! Let that sink in. You know how much Alshon Jeffries had? Because he's the next he's the next person that had he the second most receptions on that team. 49. 49 receptions for 542. So you know no wonder that this team wasn't playing hard because a lot of people wasn't eating. You gotta feed everybody. And also, if you have a compromised defense. That they secondary is not as good. You don't want to put your defense in harm's way by turning the ball over, by fumbling the ball, trying to do too much like he normally do because he's a high-risky quarterback. He loves to improvise and and only targeting one dude. Zach Ertz one time had 14 receptions for a buck 40 and still lost to the Dallas Cowboys in that first meeting. Still lost. And it's crazy. They, they talking about the targets. I was looking at another stat. Now I'm going to bring up some stats for y'all. They said Zach Ertz averaged nine targets a game. Average nine targets a game. Nine targets. Alshon Jeffrey, he averaged only five targets a game. Five. Aguilar, four targets a game. Only four. And Golden Tate, since he arrived to the Philadelphia Eagles, the, with um, Matt Stafford, he was averaging eight targets a game. Eight. With Carson Wentz, he was only averaging three targets a game. And it was two games that he had out of no catches or one catch. That's laughable. That's why that team, they respond differently with Nick Foles than they respond with Carson Wentz. Also, let's talk. Let's go back to Alshon Jeffrey's stats that I want to bring up. So I said he had 49 catches for 542. That's in a 10-game span. A 10-game span that he had that. Average five targets a game. You know how much he had in a four-game span with Nick Foles? And his targets increased from seven targets in that four games. 22 catches for 383. Let that sink in. 22 catches for 383. If you double those catches that Alshon Jeffries caught in that four game, and we add four more games to that, he will be on pace to almost have 800 receiving yards. So, and that would be eight games. Ten games with Carson Wentz, he only had 542. If Nick Foles would have played four more extra games with Alshon Jeffries, he would have started. He would have been on pace to have almost 800 receiving yards. This brother would have been... Because he would have top five receiver numbers. Imagine Nick Foles played the whole season. And that was the reason why, earlier in the year, I had the Eagles not making it to the playoffs because I knew they was going to rush Wentz back. Because Nick Foles, they were like, oh, he's still Nick Foles. He's still the journeyman. 
He's still the backup. This brother just won y'all Super Bowl. <laughs> you gonna just throw him in the wayside like that? So, that's the the offense responds better when Nick Foles. Targets increase. Aguilar five targets instead of instead of four. Golden Tate targets tied with Aguilar five targets instead of three targets. Zach Ertz his targets don't take a crazy decline. It went from nine to eight. And the other tight end, there's another tight end they have. Eagle fans know I'm not an Eagle fan. I can't stand y'all because I'm a Cowboy fan. But I'm going to be objective to this conversation of the quarterback controversy. I'm going to be objective as an NFL fan and let y'all know that this is what it is. This is what it is. Y'all have a, a, con a quarterback controversy that y'all can end right now because he's winning games for y'all. Not only he's winning games, he's winning big games and the whole team believe in him. They believe in him. The offense flow perfectly. Now we're going to discuss what happened if they do decide to get rid of a Nick Foles or they do decide to get rid of a Carson Wentz. Because I said they should keep Nick Foles as long-term. They're making it seem like Nick Foles is extremely old. They're making it seem like he's Drew Bledsoe's age. Nick Foles is only 29 years old. And the way the NFL is going... As far as protecting quarterbacks, quarterbacks can last longer. They can last to their late 30s to 40 years old and pretty much in their 40s as a quarterback. And the Eagles have a great offensive line, pro bowl type offensive line. And it's easy for the offensive line to be able to block better for Nick Foles because Nick Foles is getting rid of the ball. Carson Wentz improvises a lot. So you put your offensive line in harm's way. That's why he got sacked more times. And that's why he fumbled more times. So the turnovers increases. Because he's a high risky quarterback. And I heard Stephen A. Smith said, well, Doug, it's, it's Doug Peterson's fault. He needs to simplify the defense. Well, a quarterback that has talent like that. So I'm not taking up for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a better talent than Nick Foles. He's a better talent than Nick Foles. He could run. He could extend plays. He have a huge arm. But the thing is with a talented quarterback, you don't want to simplify things to the point that it might bore this quarterback. This quarterback may say, I can see something better. Because the quarterback tell the coach, like, I can see this. I see this better. Maybe if I can stand a little bit longer, I could catch this beat on um, this this um, big play right here. That's the thing. But when you have a, a quarterback that's great for your system, you can win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady. I'm going to just flat out say it. I feel like he he's considered one of the best quarterbacks ever because he is a product of that system. He mastered that system. If you look at Tom Brady, and I'm not saying Tom Brady, if you give him weapons, he's not going to let that thing fly. Because Nick Foles let that thing fly too. But the thing, the difference is, he would take what the defense give him. If, if Josh McDaniel's saying that, yo, you have some matchup problems, you could use your running back, and that's the game plan, he would use his running back. He would do five-yard passes to death. He would do five-yard passes to death for matchup problems. That's the difference. That's the difference. And a couple of years back, 
You remember back in 2013 with the Chicago Bears. Jay Cutler got hurt. He got hurt. They was one and five. McCown took over. Now, Jay Cutler is more talented as a quarterback than McCown is. He can do more. But Tressman's system was perfect for McCown. Not only McCown was 4-1 in those five games. In those five games, he had the best QBR in football. From 0 to 100, he had a 95 in that five-game span. They was 4-1. And his touchdown to interception ratio was the best in that five-year span in football. It doesn't, it, it doesn't really say that he's better he's better than Jay Cutler he's better for the system the coach he does exactly what the coach want him to do and I'm not saying that Carson Wentz can't do this anywhere else I feel like Carson Wentz a team that need him to do more he will have great success but Nick Foles offense run better than Carson Wentz it just runs better now, the market for Nick Foles, let's say they get rid of, they said, we go trade Nick Foles away. Now, you keeping Carson Wentz. So now all the data, all the baggage, no Super Bowl, no playoffs experience, injury, um, um, injury prone. You got all of that as a, you got all of that as a baggage. You got all of that as a baggage. All of that as, is on the baggage. You're going to get Nick Foles. You can most likely get a first round pick and probably like, a late, a late third round pick. You're not gonna get as much if you get for Carson Wentz, because at, at the end of the day, Carson Wentz is still a young, talented QB. He's still a young, talented quarterback. So you're gonna get a whole lot more in the market because they still look at him as that. They're gonna look at the in, the only thing they're gonna look at is the injury prone. Because listen, when they look at Nick Foles, they're gonna look at him like. Well, he probably only good for the Philadelphia Eagles because if we look at the Rams and the Kansas City, we didn't hear much of Nick Foles except for as a Philadelphia Eagle. You see what I'm saying? So the market may be a little smaller for him if you compare it to him and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, you could probably get two first rounds and a defensive player because the Eagles need a defensive player. They need a big-time defensive player. You could get a lot more for a Carson Wentz. And then, or you can even buffer the line. You can get a star running back. And then you can you could be very dangerous. Protected Nick Foles with a running a running game, a, a running back, or you could just get, uh, load the defense. You could get more back in the market for a Carson Wentz. Because he's young and he's talented. But he may not be the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. The quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles is Sank. St. Nick Foles. Got a big game against the Saints. Imagine he win that game. Y'all still go have Carson Wentz as the quarterback? Y'all be a fool. Y'all be a fool. But, yeah, we wrapping it up right now. The quarterback controversy. Um, let me know what you think. <laughs> Y'all may think it's BS, but I got the stats. I got the facts. I got everything y'all need. Um, quick shout out to DA Realist Podcast, the best podcast out. Please follow that brother. You can find him in all the platforms out there like Apple, Google, Spotify. Please look him out. And also follow us on our IG on the dotted line 18 and click the link. 
to listen to this episode and all our episodes we talking about. Um, and Marquise will be back soon. We'll be back in studio soon. Me and Marquise, we have a lot of great episodes coming up for you guys. And also follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel on the dotted line episodes. You can check us out and you can check how funny me and Marquise look on camera. But that's my cue. I hope y'all enjoy this segment. My name is Deshaun Lyons, one half of On the Dotted Line. Peace.